Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, what? (laughs) Oh, no, what? It's 58. We have to have it. Oh, no. We do. Yes, we do. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Stabilize the Signal portion of the In Wheel Time car show. And, uh, you know, I've had Jeff off on the microphone. His headset's on, but I've got him off over here. That's all for a reason, because he, he it's it's Mr. Chatterbox, and it's nonstop, 24-7. And, um, it's what Kathy loves about him. Is that is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Okay, she'll never admit that that she loves him. Yeah, yes. She so does. we've spent the last hour and a half in here trying to get some stupid video uh, up and running, and it just and it just <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no we to it. No, I'm part of it. I'm part of the hassle factor. It's turning into wee wee. What is it? Turning into wee wee. Wee wee. <laughs> is that? O U I wee wee French or is it W E E W E E? I'm going to be using language. You better cut me off here. No, I'm not. No, I'm not going to do that. You just stay busy over there doing whatever it is that you do, and we're going to uh, get ready to hit the live go. We are. We are live. We are live. We are going on YouTube. But but are we stabilized? Whatever that means. So so far, yes. You know, I've spent 50 years in broadcasting, and I've never known why we had to go on the air to. Stabilize because, the signal. Because, I don't want to hear it. Because whatever, because whatever it is, I think he's a closet Democrat. It's what it is. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's insulting. We've we said worse things about him. My meds are kicking in. Welcome to the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Coming up, we talk to Richard Tomlin with Apex Motorworks, who has an SCCA Houston Racing update and a tour of the shop, including a what a Vanagon. Is it a Vanagon that he's got in yeah, there? Yeah, Volkswagen. A Vanagon. Okay. Uh, so that's with Richard. Mr. Mars has a feature on a banned Buick six-banger from the NHRA Pro Stock Department. Am I correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. Well, you looked at me like I was saying something in foreign language. No, yeah, I was, he always I looks was like shocked. That. That Later, it's my buddy Rodney Rodriguez with a Roundy Round 2022 preview. We have the upcoming events calendar and today's news headlines. All just ahead in this segment of the In Wheel Time Car Talk Show. Howdy along with Mike out of this world, Mars. King Conrad DeLong. We need more Jeff Zekin. And I'm Don Armstrong. Glad you could join us on this cold and blustery winter day here. Is it winter? It, 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 I think technically Feels like it's it, winter, yeah. but I mean, we're going to get, I think, two days of winter this week. Is that what we're going to get? Yeah. Well, we're going to get a lot more than that if I have anything to do with it. No, we'll, we'll wait a that week. That has nothing to we'll do with weather. Move your microphone up there, Mr. Broadcasting. There you go. Thank you. Howdy. Oh, Lord. How long have we been doing this? Ten years? When I have to tell you to adjust the microphone? It's Uh, because it it fits my head different every time I put it on. Yeah, because that point gets (laughs) bigger and bigger up there. I keep losing more hair. Is that what it is? Uh Hey, hey, hey. Huh? That's why yours goes on the same way all the time. Yeah, because you've you've lost that pointy head. I have control. I can turn you all off. (laughs) You already have. Wait a minute. Please please (laughs) do because... 
Journey. Bingo, Journey. I did it all. <laughs> I've got one button over here. I can do that. You got a master it's button. It's magic. How are you, Richard? Richard Tomlin. <laughs> yeah, Richard. Apex Motor Works and SCCA Houston. Richard, how the heck are you, sir? What is that What is that little box in front of his mouth? Is that we? I don't are, know. Are we worried about him saying something? Uh, he, has a, he has a little box in front of his mouth. It says more action. Well, he probably uh, nice that if you turn him on. I think that's on his end. Him. What? We can't hear him. Well, I, he, he's on. Isn't it like when they blurt out? Hold their on, faces? just a minute, and let him talk. Okay. Go ahead, Richard. Can you hear? Me? There we go. Yeah, you're cutting Where in and you? out. No, Mike. no, that's not going to work. So, Mr. Mars, you'll, I'll let you fix that. Hopefully, Conrad. It's good to see you. How have you been this week? Wonderful. <laughs> been a great week. Good. Spent uh, Monday through Thursday out in the Beaumont area, running around out there. Had a good week. That's great. That's great. You know, I driving had, I, driving I, the full size van. Oh, really? Oh, I don't like driving that full size van. What kind? What do you mean a full size van? It's you a mean, big Chevy Chevy Express van. They I, still make those things. Yeah, they do. Well, this one's a two thousand and one eleven model or something. How many miles on it? Uh, two hundred and sixty thousand. Oh, miles. breaking in. You know, it's a, you, you can tell it's a, it's an original. Chevy Express van because the paint's peeling off of it. <laughs> what is up with that? There, oh gosh, because you see ev- no, almost every one of those vans, no, the paint's peeling off of it. The white ones, yes, but not the colored ones. I don't know. The, the difference is the. Um, I don't see colored ones anymore. Yeah, all they, you well, see is white ones. Well, they, they made they made ones that had you know green, gold, the you know, gold, all, all the, the golds, all the different colors on. Yeah. So when General Motors makes what I call the white fleet, you know the fleet vehicles yeah. that you see, right? They skip a process in the paint uh, department to lower the cost of the vehicle. Well, my opinion is the process that they skip is the one that makes the paint stick. <laughs> so that's what a bunch why, of morons. Made by don't, don't get me going. It's it's, but it's generationally been going on for generations. You know, well, for and it goes well, on four, four generations of of trucks and uh, basically one generation of van because they've made the same van since the eighties. Now it's a water process, a spray water process. No, it's there's a so they they dip it in Elpo electric uh, uh, primer. Mm-hmm. So they dip it and then there is a an adhesive process they're supposed to spray on that they do for the colors after but it they comes don't out of the, the dip. White. After it comes out of the dip and it, it it goes through the dry the the oven to dry and then there's an adhesive they're supposed to spray on it. <laughs> well, they skip this and, and they don't call it adhesive. There's something other name. Some technical thing. Yeah, uh, but they don't do that because it saves them X amount of dollars per vehicle that they sell into the white fleet and then so the paint peels off and then the paint peels off after seven or eight years i mean oh, literally peels minutes. off you can it, it'll, it'll bubble up and you can just put masking tape on it and pop it and just peel it I'll be darned. peel it clean off clean off it's yeah and it's How, been going you mean, on tell me there hasn't been some sort of class action lawsuit against them there their- should be because this goes all the way back to what i call the 400 series trucks so talking about chevy pickup trucks prior to 1998 they had the problem so of that generation pickup truck and then they've had it ever since hmm. how embarrassing well that makes me want to go out and buy one of those <laughs> 
Well, it's it's uh, I, I I don't understand their reasoning for it because it costs them lots of money repainting them. The pro the the benefit to GM is generally it doesn't happen till after six seven years. Yeah, after it's gone so out, of out of warranty. But the real problem is the you know the retention of customers. It, it hurts. Yeah. But, yeah, but and, I'll and go if, buy me a Rivian because they make the paint stick on the car better than Chevy. <laughs> go so buy me a DeLorean. Two hundred thousand miles. You say you're. It, how does it drive? It, it drives fine, but you know, for me, I've got it loaded up, and it's a three quarter ton van. Um, you got all your crap in the back. Oh, it's it's packed. So it's it's not. And it's not on it's shelves. Not it's all just thrown on the floor. You're just yeah, an old it's, crap it's, packer, you. It's it's loaded to the gills. It's it's that's the craziest thing. Your your filing process of product in the back of the van. It's just basically thrown on the floor. No, thrown in, and if it sticks, not, it sticks. I, I actually know where stuff is. Yeah, of course you do, because you threw it on the yeah. floor. Yeah, threw it in the doors. It's uh-huh. like your sock drawer at home. When you were a kid. When you were a kid, was your room full of clothes, dirty clothes all over the no, floor? No, they're all under the bed. <laughs> no, they, I, they, my clothes I threw in the hamper. Okay. But there was other stuff on the floor. Everything. Everything was on the floor. You wouldn't want to walk in my, in my, in my room. Just bare, like your van. Barefoot. Uh-huh. You'd, you'd step on little model cars and, and uh, Legos. Well, it wouldn't, wouldn't just be the Army model cars. Man. It would be, remember when you when you made the models? The you'd, little you'd, trees? You'd break, yeah, the, the trees, trees around yeah. that had the little spikes on them. Yeah. From where you, yeah. Or the Barbie you'd dolls. you step on one of those. No, the bar- I, <laughs> I, I didn't have Barbie dolls, Jeff. But we had a clothes we'll, shoot. We'll, we'll, we'll go to you. We had a clothes <laughs> yeah. shoot where you take your laundry and, and it was uh, a... a Door, you little push a button, the door would open, you drop it down, and would go right into the laundry room. Downstairs. Richard Tomlin's going, Why am I on the show? Is he ready to go? Yes, sir. There he is. Okay. I was good till Barbie dolls. <laughs> we keep it live, brother. We keep oh, it we could tell you moved your spot and got to a better reception area. Thank you. Yeah, so I think it was the fact that I was in the uh, paint shop area, uh, and there's just too many metal walls. Well, wait there, a minute. So that, was, was, that, the paint, yep. was that the paint shop that GM uses yeah. to all the paint peels <laughs> off? <laughs> Man, I tell you what, that paint, he can't describe he couldn't have described that any better. When he talks about a clean surface, it looks like it's never been sanded, never been touched. It is just pristine. And, and, and it does not stick. And it's, it's been going un- on for way too long. You know, years. It, it, it's just years. it's just years. crazy. But and, and, and from somebody who paints vehicles, you know, you guys would right. know better than anybody else does. Commercial commercial is where it is focused, though. It's just that GM white is what we call it. Right. It just Feels like a teenager after spring break. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to use that one. Yeah, leave, I like that one. Leave the comedy to us, right? <laughs> so okay. tell us what's going on with SCCA, and then we'll talk a little uh, bit about what's going on in the shop. Yeah, so January uh, is usually one of our larger events. So we had our January 2nd autocross had 145 drivers show up. Wow. Huge um, turnout for an event at the Houston Police Academy. It was great. Um, people driving in from Dallas, San Antonio, uh, Louisiana, a couple from Oklahoma City. So it was a good event. Uh, we've got another one coming up February 6th. Uh, this will be about 120 cars. The same weekend we'll be running at COTA, uh, Circuit of the Americas, the F1 track that everybody loves so much. Uh, that'll be a Hoosier Super Tour. So that'll be a national event. You will have cars from all over the U.S. coming. Free spectators show up, come in, attend. Okay. See what your local. So it's free to watch. Yeah, just show up at sign Co- a waiver at Coda. Yeah, yeah. but you, I didn't think anything but, was you free know, at Coda. Go, you, you go, you go, and you watch these cars. There's no, there's no rundown. 
There's no menu of what you what you're watching. You just don't know what you're watching. Oh, you can get. Well, can't you get you into electronic timing? Yeah, you got electronic timing through the race monitor. But what you do, Don, is you go around the other side to the pits because all of our pits are open. So you can walk up and talk to everybody. And these oh, are your yeah. average Joe drivers. They're paying their way to race. Are they so pits they want to, or are they paddocks? Paddocks, pit, grid, whatever. It's all open. <laughs> There's not a not an opportunity that you can't take advantage of. And what of. class of cars are these? All of uh, them? These will be everything from your stock, let's just say Mazda 2, Honda Fits, all the way up to your GT1, GT2 cars. Wait a minute. Did you say a Honda Fit? He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? A Honda Fit? Two Mini Coopers. Um, new and old. Um, I would say pretty much anything with four wheels you will be able to find there that weekend, car-wise racing. And so are those cars, do they have to have a roll cage and you have to wear a helmet and that sort of stuff? Or is it kind of like bring, bring, bring Mama's uh, Buick Skylark run, out run there and run it around yeah. there? Uh, correct. And I uh, think back to Ford versus Ferrari, the early days when they show Ken Miles out um, and a couple Cobras and what we call SECA regional racing. That's exactly what that was. It's where it all starts. When you said older and newer, what is the oldest and what is the newest model out there? Um, I've seen 54 Mini Coopers out there racing with us. And then, of course, you've got the brand new Mini Coopers, too. Wow. And that, that was the whole thing on the Mini Coopers. You've got the spread. Um, we've actually had the privileges of working on one of the original four 1952 Mini Cooper race cars from oh, wow. uh, John Works. A lot of fun, a lot of challenges in seeing how they built things in 52 versus how we build them today. It's changed a little bit. And, and w- with that... The tire technology has changed so much. Oh, absolutely. Do the new tires really overstress the old suspension systems? Yeah. Yeah, they'll tear a car apart. They'll actually tear. On the older stuff like that, you'll actually tear the unibody apart. Hmm. We okay. used, or I used to kind of laugh and joke about everybody seam sealing the uh, cars of the 70s, early Trans Am stuff. And I think that's where our tire technology started changing. But it would actually pull the unibody spot welds apart. Wow. So that, just, that's got to be scary. Just too much stress. So, so do you do you use on those those cars? Do you use a tire that won't grip as well, so you do less stress to the metal? No, we just <laughs> weld more metal. Grip, <laughs> <laughs> come on! Oh, now. look at that! Look at that big twelve-inch uh, zip that came unzipped right there. I oh, just throw a weld on yeah. it. We'll be good. Yep, yep. Throw a bigger weld. Uh huh. And then and then it unzips in another part of the car. <laughs> right. Move to the next weakest link, exactly. Wow, that's scary. So your your CODA event, is that probably one of the biggest ones that you guys host out of uh, South Texas SCCA? Yeah, that's you put that on with three, three regions together to put that event on. That side is amazingly expensive, and without the help of the national office, it'd be tough to do. And then how many, how many uh, uh, entries do you think you'll have? Um, comparison, the one we have this weekend, we're having this exact same style event at uh, Homestead this weekend. They've got 487 entries. Wow. So Homestead. We, we close to 500 entries. Wow. Well, and then, you know, just the desire to run an F1 track, you know, I'm sure yeah. you, you draw even more people because, hey, I'm running at Coda at the F1 track. And you guys actually do run the, the circuit F1 runs? Yeah. Yep. We'll track it with their curb markers to keep everybody in check, too. And what's the length? Is it 2.7 no, miles? Three, four. Three, is it? Is it 3.4? Three, four. Four. Yeah. Three, four. Oh, okay. Three, four, 20 turns. Whereas you look at region. And at undulations in the, in the topographical. Oh, yeah. Ups and downs. 
You ever been to there, Coda? Oh yeah, many times. Yeah. Well, we need Down to get that, that. We need to get to Coda and drive, or at least ride. I'd, I'll be honest with you. I'd love to drive it, but I would rather go for a ride with somebody that knew what they were doing. That knew what they exactly. were doing and understood. We'll the take yeah. your van. Take my van. <laughs> I got to drive it once, um, actually twice, and uh, one time it was in the Grand Cherokee Trackhawk. And, uh, you know, so it had plenty of juice. And on the back stretch. Yeah, it sits you know, way up off one, the ground. Yeah. And you feel like you're going to tump over yeah. every time you go around the corner. But still, I got to go around the corners. Hmm. Back stretch, I think I did 128 on the back stretch. Wow. So wow. if you've been Dakota enough to know about the front stretch, it is interesting that some of our smaller cars, the uh, older Formula Vs, uh, some of the older Mini Cooper cars, have to downshift going up the hill. Really? Uh, wow. So keep, keep that in mind. You, you see the F1 cars, you're like, oh, that's amazing. It is. And then you put a normal car on a track of that scale, and some of the cars literally come out of some of the corners almost hopped out because the course is so wide, they're maximizing everything the car has 90% of the time they're on track. But you would, well, have, to, you would have to upshift or downshift anyway going up the hill because there's a big U-turn up there. Uh, that's at the end, though, not at the bottom. So is there, is there any type of schooling <laughs> but, but or classes? But I think that goes that, back to what Don was saying about riding with somebody that knows right. how to really drive on that track. And well, in that car. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not some rent right. car that you don't know anything about. Or right. Figuring out yeah. the apex, too. Is there yeah. a class for the for the folks that go out there the first time to, to show where you accelerate and, and apex of the turns? So for, for SCCA, we run a comp school, so it's a three-day school. If you want to get individual lessons at each track, you can attend those tracks, and they do have individual schools out there. And how much through. does that cost? Have your individual? Um, the three-day school at MSR is eighteen hundred bucks. Now, Ooh. if you want an individual lessons, that's usually five hundred bucks a day, five to six hundred a day, and that's a coach sitting in your right seat, you know, walking you through everything at that facility. So, is that the MSR for eighteen hundred dollars? Is that in their fleet, uh, driving their fleet of Mercedes, no. or is that driving car. their own? You yeah, bring you your own car. Tear up your yeah, own stuff. Yeah, you'll have a classroom session. You'll be with probably 15 to 20 other drivers um, going through the process. Um, Three-day school, so you have classroom drive, classroom drive, classroom drive over three days. Last day, you've got a test. Once you pass, give it two to three weeks in a physical. You've got a comp license. Go out and play. Wow. But you, but do you race side-by-side, side or is it individual oh, yes. stuff? Side-by-side. Side. That's the actual wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing. That's the Hell wheel -wheel. no. Oh, hell no. We paid for the training. I got to tear up my car if somebody moron is next to me. Hey, 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 don't call me a moron. Some dyslexic guy that sat next to me in class picking his nose and talking to his girlfriend. You're still talking about me. Your Corvette would be faster than my van. I'm sorry. I'm not 3,000 pounds of junk in it. Yeah, no. Get more of us no. in the van. Get, hey, get that Chevy van with the paint peeling off of it, and I'm good. <laughs> we'll I'll do a, that. We'll put a cooler in the back. It'd be great. Better yet, just give me a big yellow school bus. Let me put that out there. I'd, I'd be Bring fine Bearman with that. Bring Beerman's bus. Yeah. With the, with the, with <laughs> That's worth way too much money for that. <laughs> what is that? It's a 37 school yeah. bus? Yeah. No, I'm good. Interesting. Richard, I'm sorry. We we we, we kind of went off track, but squirrel. The, yeah, the squirrel. So I'm gonna I'm gonna post your I'm gonna post your uh, Hugh uh, SCCA.com on our Facebook page, and cool. people can go on there and uh, look for the events and stuff that you guys have going on. But the the Coda event really sounds like that may be the area event to get to uh, to yep, get on big. on property for free. 
interact in the paddock for free um, sounds pretty cool. It does. Yeah, you know what it sounds like to me? Dollar signs. Because once you get out there and start talking to these guys, you go, "Oh God, I got to do that. Yeah. I got to, I got to, I got to be well, here." To- if nothing else, buy some merch from them. And I, I don't think all of them sell merch, but I would think some of them are selling some. We should sell merch. We're supposed to. We be should selling sell merch. merch. I've been after Mars about this for a while. I've given him a website. I told him what to do. And- merch. Where's well, the why, merch? Don't, why don't you? Why don't you belly up with the money? We. It doesn't cost anything. Does what do you it? mean? Doesn't cost anything. Hey, Richard, can we take a tour of the shop? Uh, we can try. I'm worried about signal leaving. <laughs> well, yeah, let's not let, listen. Let's not no. let's not push it too much. But we did want to see the Vanagon. Yes. Oh, that was over in the body shop. Yeah, oh, it's in the back. body shop. Yeah. Oh well, never mind. Yeah, but I can go from the outside. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. we there them. we go. Lost there the signal. <clears throat> so tell us a little bit about the uh, yeah back up back up. I, I, I see the challenger on your social media. What's going on with the challenger? Um, that is the roadrunner that my parents drove to the hospital when I was born. Oh wow! So that car is uh, just neglected by me. That's all. Sixty-eight. And, uh, Sixty-eight Plymouth Roadrunner. Yep. Yeah. It was originally white. Um, I painted it many years ago, and uh, just need to get it put back together. And what about that Corvette that's next to it? That Corvette is a crazy story. We just picked that up for a friend. We gave it to his son, who is 16, Yikes. and uh, oh boy. picked it up for $1,200. And uh, we'll be pulling the motor out of it today and trans. He'll have new motor trans in it inside the next probably seven to eight days. Just going with a, a regular Chevy small block, or are you going to LS it? Uh, regular Chevy small block, but not nothing stock about it but the block. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and, we, and, from, we, and we know you. Um, it, I'm really just kind of providing space and chaperoning where I can. Just okay. trying to help out. I love the fact that we're getting a young man, um, a car that he wanted, a car of his dreams, um, in his words. And he has been here every day wrenching on the car. Oh, That's good for amazing. him. Add to it. So Getting a chance provide, to le- learn the car, yep. learn what to do, learn how to work provide on it. All the go. services knowledge i can you know just well, show up richard it. it's always great to talk to you and thanks for putting up with our insanity over here we, crazy and and happy birthday to ricky oh yeah absolutely insane um shout out to conrad if you would look this up so speed advocates is doing an event today and then that's Stephen cruz one of our friends but yeah. it is a kids car show where they're doing power wheels um pit bikes go-karts oh yeah bring three to six um the website or the address is on his page, but it's up uh, Tomball area. But we'll be there between three and six. And right now we're getting ready to head down to MSR for Porsche Club. All right. Thanks, Don. Thank you, sir. Take care of yourself. We'll be in touch with you next month. You bet. Richard Tomlin, Apex Motorworks, and uh, the local SCCA guy. All right, time now for the events calendar, which kind of folds right into what Richard was saying. Because believe it or not, there are January events going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's actually quite a few events going on in and around the area. And the weather today is a little uncomfortable. Uh, no, it's so beautiful my, out there. For it's you. Nice and cool. It's nice and cool. And you got the windows rolled up in the car. I've got three shirts so, on and heated socks. Again, what Richard talked about is Speed Advocates, and uh, and Stephen Cruz does this with the Power Wheels with the kids about quarterly, and it's going to be at the Rudy's Barbecue on uh, 249, just south of Tomball. Uh, also, tomorrow at 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. is the Car Culture uh, at Cinco Ranch 
in Katy, and that's just an open cruise in. Uh, also tomorrow is uh, HPD Twin Peaks meet in Shenandoah, Texas, up in the woodlands. And, uh, you know, that's now that football season is kind of coming to an end. Uh, they're going to let him back in up there with uh, the cruise-ins at Twin Peaks. Uh, tomorrow as well, uh, starting at 9 a.m., is the Misfit Mafia Cruise. And that's going to start at the Bass Pro Shops in Pearland. And it's going to go down through, um, what is it, Lake Jackson, across the Blue Oyster. What's the name of the? Blue Hall? Oyster Cult. Cult. What's, yeah. the blue, what's the Blue River? What's the River of No Return? What's the bridge and the tollway down there? Uh, the ri- to get uh, on to Galveston. Bridge to over nowhere. the River Quad. Nowhere. Yeah. Bridge to nowhere. Bridge over River Quad. <laughs> It's down at Surfside on that side of the island. I don't it's get somewhere over down there. And then, I don't uh, get over there. Uh, Richard was talking about the uh, out at the Houston Police Academy, BMW uh, SCCA Autocross is tomorrow as well. And that's out at the Police Academy out by the airport. And then Chaos Park and Chill at Mason Road. I like Katie, the name of that. And that's 2 to 5 p.m. tomorrow. All right. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. Mars has a feature this morning he that I'm really does. interested to find out about called Banned from the NHRA Pro Stock Ranks, the Buick V6. Buick. Go. A long time ago, back, way back when in 1986, there was a guy named Buddy Ingersoll, and he was working with the people at Buick, the factory people at the Buick, and they had uh, were petitioning NHRA to let him run the V6. And the turbo. Now, at the time, back then, they would let, let them put power adders in because there was such a disadvantage in cubic inches between the V6 and the monster motors that could be five, six, seven hundred cubic inches at mm-hmm. the time. So they let him put on a turbocharger. And then they let him put on two turbochargers. So it was fine. And they said he could do that so long as he could be competitive. So he put it on, worked his way up to where he was getting faster and faster and faster, got competitive. And so he actually got up against Bob Glidden at the uh, Fall Nationals in 1986 and uh, lost the clutch in the finals, or he might have beat Glidden. But it was decided at that point that he should not be in pro stock any longer. They were going to bump him down to the competition eliminator. That's not where he wanted to be. So he went over to IHRA with the same setup, and they said, yeah, you can run in pro stock if you can be competitive, which he was at that time. But it was the same problem. Uh, he got to running in it and actually got to the point he was going to beat people. You know, mechanical problems, clutches, things like that that drag racers have. They came into play on this and, and it eventually did the same thing. They said, okay, you can run, but you can't have power adder. You know, this thing that's supposed to make everybody equal between your V6 and the monster V8. So they told me he couldn't do that. Well, that obviously he can't be competitive then in pro stock. So basically, they ruled, changed the rules, just like we've been talking about on several others, to where he literally got pushed out of pro stock. Did Buick not make a V8 back then? Well, Why it, couldn't he have just taken the Buick V8 and stuck in but there? But that, that was back in the time when they were selling the Grand Nationals and they wanted to promote the Turbo V6. And that's, Ingersoll that's what they were doing from the factory. Yeah. On, only ran one NHRA event. Right. That's when and he, he lost made it, the clutch. And he made it to the finals. The, the one and only time they actually let him run. Now, he'd been testing all along. I've, I've, I've always followed this story. Um, and Ingersoll still, he was around for quite a while doing V8s after this. Yeah, but, but um, he, his V6, that was kind of, it was a factory deal, was pushing him to do it. And that's what they. Uh, he, had, he had a lot of Buick money. 
Um, kind of like that Mercedes Benz that I'm driving out there. And and, and with like that. that, it was you know you can look at this. It was the, it was a Buick Regal. It was the G body, but um, which we had one of them show up at Tailpipes and Tacos with the Buick V6 right. with the turbo on it, and and we talked to those people out there about it uh, and the performance of it, which was great for its time for what it was. But when you start talking about running up against a, a 500 or maybe even a 600 cubic inch V8. Uh, and he was competitive. Juice. Well, and he was. Yeah. And that was the problem. They didn't like it. Hmm. So they bumped him out. You got to remember back when uh, the Buick Grand National was out, it was annoying Chevrolet because it was faster than a Corvette. It was downright faster than a Corvette. So um, NHRA didn't like it. And then he did run almost a full season in IHRA. And then but eventually was, IHRA banned it yeah. as well. And I, I want to say that might have been not necessarily the beginning of uh, Pro Modified, but it was, you know, that that package, influence. that package has gone off to the Pro Modified categories. Well, the Pro Modified, that is absolutely nuts. It is. It's it, a scary it, class. It reminds me of, now I'm going to say show just how old I am, because I remember the old fuel altereds. Yes. Yeah. So with the bantam bodies and the anglia bodies and, yes. and yeah. literally it was it was like shooting a rock down the down the track because you never knew which direction they Where were going to go. go. Yeah, yeah with they those couldn't nitro go in a straight motors. line. Yeah, um, you know? I remember yeah. Wild Willie Borscht. I remember that name. Yeah, yeah. he was well. He was kind of the multi-year champion, but you know those those cars were insane. And the pro mods you see today oh are just as insane. But the other thing I like about the pro mods, and I'll go back to even this Buick V6 with Ingersoll, is the variety of cars. You know, there's a guy who runs a Dodge, a winged Dodge Daytona in pro mod. There's another guy who runs a '69 Chevelle, all the older Camaros and Mustangs and stuff, and then the new Camaros and the new Mustangs. So a real wide range of body. But it's it's pure chrome molly chassis underneath. And pure insanity. I was is looking at the is. same thing. That's what they ought to have. Let's rename it the insanity, insanity class. Yeah. <laughs> I mention how fast this V6 got? Tell me. Seven point two. He was down in seven point two back in nineteen eighty six. And the speed was one ninety one. <laughs> what are they What are they doing today? Uh two hundred and ten. Two ten. Two ten. Yeah, 210, 212. Hey, the In Wheel Time Car Show streams on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and InWheelTime.com. Podcasts are available from your favorite podcast provider. Thank you for listening, watching. The In Wheel Time Car Show continues right after this quick break. You're invited to the event of the year. The Houston Auto Show and Houston Boat Show are getting hitched. January 26th through the 30th at NRG Center. The Auto Show and Boat Show unite for the first time ever. Take a test drive, board your dream boat, check out the latest and greatest models. One ticket gets you into two great events. The Houston Auto and Boat Show, January 26th through 30th at NRG Center. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. And I did want you to know that, uh, as a matter of fact, our broadcast is going to have a special addition to it uh, at the car show on the Thursday, uh, right after the opening day. And so we're going to have a special broadcast. And we're going to be on the air from, what, Mike, noon to noon three? To three. 
noon yes. to three on that Thursday. So we invite you to uh, join us on Facebook, especially uh, on that Thursday. So I just wanted to bring that Perfect. up. Because of inclement weather, the Tailpipes and Tacos December cruise-in was canceled. Darn it. The winter returns in the spring. Expect a new and exciting way to enjoy the gathering. Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's unique Saturday morning cruise-in and with a new quarterly format. You'll have more time for car mods and to get ready for cruise-in trophies. Yup, you can compete for best hot rod, best classic, and more. And the top car will be featured on a full-size poster that'll be used to promote the next event. Bragging rights are guaranteed here. Tailpipes and Tacos wants to thank all participants and visitors who made the event an exclusive fun gathering of unique cars, trucks, hot rods, and lots of muscle. And we know you'll enjoy it even more in 2022. Tailpipes and Tacos will still be held at the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy, just south of I-10 at Kingsland Boulevard on 99 the Grand Parkway. Stay tuned right here to the In-Wheel Time Car Talk Show and we'll tell you the exact date for the next event. Until next time, be sure to visit the Loopy Tortilla Tex-Mex in Katy where you'll find the best fajitas this side of California. That's it for this podcast episode of the In-Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday morning, 8 to 11 a.m. Central on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart Podcast, Podcast Addict, TuneIn, Pandora, and Amazon Music. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.